and welcome to Bits and Pieces episode 109. It's uh, Vimesy here. Um, tonight with me we have a very special honoured guest in the form of Proton. I wouldn't say honoured, but well, thank you. We're honoured to have you, uh, not just because no other bugger would turn up to do tonight's show, so you know we just roped you in at the last minute or anything like that. This is obviously a planned, honoured appearance, special guest episode, cameo if you like. Well, it's... I won't say my own podcast is going to shit and I'm trying to worm my way back in. <laughs> oh, your podcast isn't going to shit at all and you know it. Um, so tonight it's going to be a kind of uh, a shortened show, a discussional show, conversational show, I guess you call it. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about games because Chris has surprisingly brought actually a fairly interesting mix of kind of mainstream, midstream and what the fuck stream to the program. Um we wouldn't expect anything less from no. you. Uh, so uh, we might as well we'll crack on, Chris, with um, your first game. Um, yeah, uh, because of the MGPX and they wanted to get shot of some games. I was I was expecting a box to be there, and I was going to strong arm my way to the front and just basically rifle through them for games that looked like I wanted or whatever. And uh, they were they were giving out packs that had already been set up. So one of the packs I got, I can't remember whose I got, but they didn't claim. There was um, Army of Two, the second one, which was uh, brilliant because yeah. I wanted to play that because I played the demo. That was, you know, it was a good game. Um, and one of the other games in there, obviously apart from Star Trek, was Tomb Raider, the uh, the new one. Yep. Um, now because of me being the healthy sort of person that I'm trying. Uh, inverted brackets trying to be um i actually play tomb raider when i'm on my bike you know it, it, i've got a uh, an ex uh, like an exercise resistance bike and then i sit on my xbox playing tomb raider while i'm doing that that sounds like hard work mate i'll clock up before i get to the point where i've lost feeling everywhere <laughs> and um, <laughs> sweat stripping off me like a mental i've clocked uh-huh. up about 30 it's either 30 miles or 30 kilometers. I really like this idea. I'm, I'm actually quite tempted to do this. You just sit there and you pedal. You don't pick up a ticket. Yes, but it's not pedaling. One. It's gaming. It's a good excuse. It, it is a fucking good excuse. I can mate, say to my wife, that. I'm going to exercise and then I can spend an hour on something. Well, yeah, with a controller in your hand. I mean, you can't. I've, I've contemplated putting the bike in front of my keyboard, but it, it just mm. wouldn't, it wouldn't. No, the coordination work. required to do that would be a little bit. More yeah, than it's yeah. If, if if it's controller, you just sit it on your lap and you just go 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 for it, you know. And um, uh. I've I put Tomb Raider in a couple of days ago, starting it, and I've probably done about thirty four percent of it already. Okay, that could mean anything because of the collectible thing. Where, oh no, I'm not going to ask you where you're up to because it's just riddled with spoilers. That game. Well, I've um, I've now got the shotgun, the trench shotgun. Right. Have you climbed the ice, the the radio tower yet? Yes, I have. Okay, right. So, have you um, gone onto the beach yet? You go onto the beach again? Okay, no, that's fine then. Um, so, what what do you think? Um. I remember playing the very first Tomb Raider on my uncle's PC. Dinosaur! Yeah. Um, well, it was. I remember playing it and thinking, this is alright, but it seems boring just jumping around like a lunatic, climbing Bounce, Bouncing off walls unintentionally with, yeah, and then rolling into the path of a tiger who just mangled you. It, it's rock climbing simulator. Um, okay. <laughs> and um, I didn't really think much of it, but this new one, you know, the storyline's alright. The. the the um, 
The storyline is tripe, <laughs> What, sorry? The storyline is tripe. It's okay. <laughs> it's, it's, you don't have to think much, do you? No, I mean, there, I mean, I, I, I like to, as, as most people will know that, well, anybody who's listened to this show for more than three, which is, congratulations if you manage that. Um, this was like my game of the year for last year. Purely. And Why is so, that? Just purely. So, I mean, there were, there were probably better games out there, but there weren't many that I enjoyed as, as much. And it's purely because it brings it back to that matinee feel of gaming. You, like you say, you don't yeah. have to think too much. The story's good enough to keep you going. The What's happening on the screen is exciting and smooth, silky. Um, well, there was no tessellation shiny. of the hair. It was all one big solid oh. block. But, I mean, I'm playing it on my 360, so what can you expect? Oh, mate, Tress effects hair. Oh, <laughs> I've um I've entered a competition to win the ultimate edition on the PC. Uh, yes, yes. See, I don't understand this. They, they have released indeed the definitive edition on the PC. What's the, di- what's what's the, difference? the difference between that and the normal release? I don't, you can't upscale it much more, can you? I mean, I don't, I don't understand. know. But um, yeah, I imagine you get all the multiplayer stuff as well. But so I've I've interrupted and I get told off for interrupting people. So yeah, um, it's I'm I'm enjoying it. It's a bit grim in places. Yeah, some of the death animations specifically are quite vicious. It's, it's, I mean, I, got, I, I came across this massive old fella with a big club, and I'm hanging off a hook. Yeah. I'm thinking, there's a lot of bodies here, there's a lot of blood and gore. Oh, quick pause it. Yeah, you can't play this anymore in front of your boys. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, yeah, traumatise the children, why not? Yeah. What did you think about the beginning? Because the beginning kind of set people in, in two minds. What, Some, you're, you're talking about the rape scene? No, not necessarily. I'm thinking about kind of everything leading up to that. So the oh. my, it's probably my favourite part of the game in many ways was the introduction where she is, she's kind of, the moment she kind of gets onto the island through to when she kind of gets a gun, basically. Oh, it was a bit dramatic. I loved was, it. It was good. No, no, don't get me wrong. I enjoy, the game is, is, is okay. Um, but the fact that, you know, she kills someone, gets a bit emotional about it, and then proceeds to, uh, well... Basically massacre nine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's practically uh, genocide, because these people are, you know, basically their own race by now, and she wipes the entire lot out. <laughs> well, well, the thing is, you know, you, you get emotional after your first kill, and she seems to have gone the psycho route. You know, I, I've got my axe, and all I basically do is dodge, twat with my axe, and they're dead. Yeah. So I've gone up the brawler. There's like the brawler yeah, tree. Yeah, I was going to say you should go up the brawler tree because some of the um the, the kind of I don't, not the, the, the yeah the melee moves are fucking it's just stabbing and ice you know swinging around uh the kind of like you know crouching and swinging around somebody whilst plunging an ice axe into the outside of their knee is yeah. is there's there's nothing finer in video gaming I feel. <laughs> <laughs> well, you wait until I talk about the next game. Oh, we'll, we'll get there. Um, no, because I, I, the, 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 I don't know. I say this quite a lot when when, it, when we did the kind of we did a little spoiler casty type thing on it. Yeah, I really liked the beginning of it where she didn't have anything and she was vulnerable and she's on the island and run. She's scared and it is literally. It was almost like an endless runner. You just kept yourself kind of being. You were kind of funneled down this. Okay, yes, yeah, so it, it was linear, but the pacing was brilliant. The, the whole point from where you kind of you wake up after the after the the, the boats crashed and yeah. uh, you kind of rescue yourself, and then you're 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 off basically. You're on this kind of run until you get to that campsite with the fire, 
And I would have been quite happy for it to just continue and, along that line. Of right. Maybe just giving you just maybe just giving you the bow and the ice axe or something so you, and, and letting it go and stop there. I'm not too keen on the guns, to be perfectly honest. No, and this is but this is the thing. As soon as you pick the gun up, it's just like you say, you kind of oh. <clears throat> you, you kill your first and then all of a sudden you're immediately into you, you kill three in the next 30 seconds. And it's just like, oh, that's 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 remorse over then. No remorse. <laughs> we're not going to go down this emotional kind of all this story about the great writing and how they were going to bring Lara out as a human and stuff. And it's like, I think that was ah. the opening sequence when, <laughs> yeah. when some bloke tried to touch her up. The thing is, though, the controversy over the the uh, in brackets rape scene. I'm thinking, oh, okay, he was going to do something to her. There was, I was half expecting to have a knickers around her ankles before something actually happened, but no. It, it was, was implied. So, yeah, I mean, it was implied, but I mean, you, you're talking about. Yeah, it was. He was going to do something to her. It was probably sexual. He was stroking her face and touching her body. What else? Why? Why are we surprised by this? Why you do know, we care? He, you know, he's a man, and men are nasty pieces of work when they've been stranded on an island without any attractive women on them for years yeah. and years and years. Well, you know, prison. Uh, well, exactly. <laughs> um, so. I'm not. I don't know. I thought the controversy around the fact that it's a bit much. What, what you know, it's 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 realistic more than anything else. I think it didn't feel particularly yeah. out of place, did it? it didn't no, feel no like, I didn't know. Oh, hang on a second. What's he doing? Oh my god! This is you know ruining the story. No, it didn't. It felt kind of realistic. She is a beautiful woman. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, no, I I I didn't feel. I think the controversy around it was um, a bit. Over egging the pudding, it did shall seem, we say? It, I think it fitted quite nice into the whole feminism thing that was going on, and and was sort of starting then. But I think it kind of they they should have picked up. There are other games that do it worse. Put it that way. Oh god, yes. Um. So, but yeah. So well, at least you're enjoying it because, like I say, I, I did I did rather in, rather enjoy that game. I, I am, and um, if you ever get yourself an exercise bike and play some games, you should let me know. Well, Just say get on. getting a little turbo training. So quite a nice little bike. All about getting a little turbo trainer and. A what now? A turbo trainer. There's just thing you stick your back wheel on and pedal. You don't go. Oh, oh one of them. Pedal. But um, really, yeah. what I should do is just take the bike out of the garage, put it on the road, and then pedal. But um, no, why would you do that? There's nothing beautiful at the moment. It's a bit chilly. <laughs> you're not. You're not going to play. Look, look, listen. Yeah, you're not going to be able to play Diablo three if you're on the road. Well, this is the thing. I was thinking this would be a perfect <laughs> way of me being able to get some gaming in and and. and improve myself in so many physical ways listen guess it was the wife's idea that i do it not not mine it's a fine woman you've got there (laughs) she bought me the bike (laughs) (laughs) bloody hell fine or insane so next on your list um this one i've heard something about so um only from me no 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 i've heard it on several podcasts and written about and i've even seen gameplay have you Aye. What uh, the game obviously uh, John's on about is a uh, gods will be watching. Now I'm interested to see what you hear, what you think of it before I go any further. Oh blimey, really? Oh okay. Um, this is uh, okay. So this is kind of a moral. Uh, how would you describe it? It's kind of a moral decision game. You 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 Almost have like to... a point and click adventure, isn't it? It is a point and click adventure, and you have to get from A to B by uh, making decisions that don't always turn out well. Now, I played it on normal difficulty, and I couldn't get off the first level. I, yeah, I, I literally that a lot. End, ended up smashing my keyboard 
Yeah, I, I do. I do hear this a lot. That the, the first level is—is um, is this the hostage level? You're in a space is, station yeah. or something, and there's a hostage level or something like that. Yep. Um, and basically, you are—you have taken a few people hostage, and you have to kind of manage them so they don't become too panicked that they freak out. You can either they... shout at them, you can talk to them, or you can yeah. shoot them in the leg or face. Yeah, it's Obviously a the face decision, is a bit, isn't it? <laughs> the face is a bit final. Well, you start with a leg and then, you know, work your way up. I mean, <laughs> but but regardless. So anyway, you have to kind of manage these people so that, um, you know, if, if, you, if you're too nice to them, they'll start plotting their escape. Well, they, they think they can have a, they can run off and you either let yeah. them go or you shoot them. Yeah, uh, if you end up killing all three of them, they basically the police go, ah, you fuck now, and shoot a, a flashbang, and you, you're over. Yeah. Um, one of the interesting things I like about this is the end. Uh, you know, if you fail, it tells you how well how you uh, how you tackled it. And to begin with, I was getting there. You were too easy. It was you're too no. Your approach was too soft. Really? Yeah, I was getting the soft one. Yeah, that was the kind first... of the opposite of what I thought you'd be getting. Well, after that, I ended up getting <laughs> the brutal one. <laughs> And then and then and then I learnt scaled back a bit and now I get a balanced. So you know, I, if if they look like they're twitching and getting ready to move, I either shoot him in the face. Well, I shoot him in the leg basically uh, and tell the rest to shut the fuck up. Uh, and then I heal them and then they're all quiet for a while because the, there's different poses to the stages. If they're laying there with their legs out straight, they're pretty relaxed. And if they got their legs up and they're going <laughs> like this, you know, they they're getting ready to fucking do something. Mm-hmm. And then you have to, then you have to tell the bloke at the door to shoot them to tell them to keep back. I must admit I've heard that. I've heard quite a lot about this level because this is, seems to be the only level anybody can well because it's the first level get anywhere in. Well, I've, I've not I've, heard very much second. about the levels afterwards. I'm on the second level. Oof. I managed to I managed to do it and I didn't kill any hostages and fucking yeah I did all right. Um, the second level though um, after you. Uh, it's not much of a spoiler, I think. After the first one, you're basically the bloke who uh, is taking the data manages to get away, but you and your uh, coloured chap, I can't remember his name, are uh, taken as uh, hostages. Hmm. Now, um, you, you're basically put in the cellar and you're tortured. Nice. You, you have to survive 20 days of being tortured. Hmm. So, yeah... Um, the first time he, I was just talking to him and the, the torturer and just taking the piss out of him, basically. So he yeah, beat the fuck work, out of right? me. Yeah, well, it. you know, you, you have to keep yeah. him busy, don't you? And yeah, wind, I wind up, him up. <laughs> I ended up insulting his mother a few times, apparently. And then he, and then you know, he you said, burnt oh, your eyeballs out with a poke." No, no, he pulled my teeth out. Well, he shut you up over a bit, I imagine. Not, not really. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I think I got to day seven. Um, on this day, I was uh, on an inverted rack, mm. upside down, and then... That tends to be what inverted means. Well, no, just for those who don't understand. So you're in an inverted rack upside down, so you're the right way up. No. <laughs> no. I was upside down in a rack that was vertical. In a rack? <laughs> in a rack, you know, hands. my hands were tied to the floor and my legs were tied to the uh, rack and pinion or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> okay. And um, they were asking the black bloke and I had to make the decisions and I fucked up. Basically, they kept tightening it up every now and again. Mm-hmm. And I answered one too many questions wrong. And when they did it the last time, I basically split in half. My nice. torso flopped across the floor and all my guts came out. We should explain to people, this is this is kind of... Um, pixelated game. Pixelated 8-bit 
2D game. I think it's 2D, isn't it? I'd go 16-bit to be perfectly honest. 16-bit, oh, okay, sorry, 16-bit, <laughs> yeah. All, all the graphics, all of the time. Pixels, yeah. <laughs> Give me all them pixels. Give me 16 yeah. of them pixels. It's it's good. It's brutal. It's unforgiving. And if anyone really wants to get it, I, I implore you to get the special edition. That's the comic with it. And play it on easy. Don't can, think... you, can you get an edition where you can level pick? No. Because it's it's a story, isn't it? I don't, I don't know, but I just skip, I just I, like I say I heard too much too much about the first level just because no one can get off the bloody thing. And well, I don't know how many levels there are. It's probably about seven or eight. And I think there is, yeah. Um, you know, the only <laughs> the only other problem I have with is it have with it is the name of the company I went up against. Did did none of the podcasts mention this? I don't believe so. Enlighten me. The, the people I'm up against are the Holistic Empire. Mm-hmm. It, for it being a gritty, brutal story, you're calling the enemy the Holistic Empire. I think lets it down. Well, I don't know. Maybe you're the bad guy. Well, that's to be seen, isn't it? Uh. There, there, there are no choices or consequences. Maybe they're holistically torturing you, every well, part of you. Well, you know, who's it? I think it was Nisha who said there's no good or evil, just choices and consequence. There you maybe, go, see? Maybe it wasn't Nisha, I don't know. Someone... Uh, this, is why, this is why I bring you on, Chris, a bit of culture. A bit of philosophy. <laughs> culture in it. <laughs> so, going culture-wise, on to your next game. <laughs> um, the incredibly bananas uh, drunken robot pornography. Uh, it's a first-person shooter. Um, you've got jets on your feet and you've got a gun that constantly shoots insanity um, and you have to take on these things called titans. Now, I've, I've, you Did know, you watch when the video? You, when you sent me the link to the to kind of on the Steam show and I watched the trailer, this looks a bit like a bullet hell rezzed. Yeah, yeah, I'll go with that. It's not, it's pretty... But first pretty person. So it's, it's lots of mad... Awesome soundtrack, like the soundtrack. So it reminds me a lot of jazz punk. The, uh, the soundtrack is a bit jazzy in places, but when you go up against Titans, the, it's dubstep. It's mental. <laughs> yeah, okay. basically. Right. And um, I've got, I think I'm on to level 14 now, and um, my combat suit has gained sentience and has called himself Suit. Suit's an idiot. It's hilarious. Oh, Hi, I'm here to help you. Oh, our first victory together. Well done. He's <laughs> just nuts. For those you know who haven't seen the video, it's it's an incredibly colourful. I I don't really want to say low res because it's it's it reminded me a little bit of things like um, Kid Icarus with that kind of. Never played it. I should. Um, that that kind of mad colourful enemy. Um, Design, I suppose, if you want to call it that. Yeah. Uh, just, just colours going everywhere, madly quick, um, and again, like like Res with that sort of floaty sort of shooting style. Um, it, it just, it did look completely mad. I'm amazed you bought it because it's quite pricey at twelve quid. Uh, when I got it, it was. Uh... I think it was like seventy percent off ticket. Go. See, I and, knew uh, there'd be a reason. So I bought a four pack. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Has it got some kind of co-op or multiplayer or anything? Nope, just oh, single right. player. Oh. Then and, and and when you um, 
when you uh, start it up, they go through uh, a song and they employ you to sing along. So I sat there and watched it and sang along as you do. And I got an achievement for it. Oh, well done. <laughs> well done, that man. I suppose you, you, you have your mic on at the time. I'm just wondering. Oh, well, no, no. Does, I, it, I don't, does it matter? No, I don't think. I think you just have to last till the end. <laughs> um, I mean, it's. It's one of those, if you've got five, ten minutes and you want to play something a bit nuts, then play that. It's There's no real story. There's a story to it. It's a bit mad, as you can probably tell by the name, Drunken Robot Pornography. There's something about robots that have come down to Earth to nope. take over or something, is it? Nope. It's basically, you run a bar, uh, your, your uh, robot barman has gone a bit mad, and he's gone off on a bit of a tizzy, setting these things off. That's about as much as I can remember. <laughs> it does. It does look incredibly mad. It's not my kind of game at all, but it, it's. I can see. It just for a, if you're after bullet three kind of three D bullet hell version uh, of a game, then yeah, it looks looks bizarrely bizarrely good. It is. It is. I'd wait for it to be on offer though, but yeah. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> no, it's not saying it's a bad thing. It's just. I don't know. The price of games these days have sort of ruined me. There's yeah. another one I've got my eyeball on. It's a Crypt of the Necrodancer. Oh, right. That looks like something I'd really like to play. Now, I'm, I'm tempted to... Is that the MMO thing? No, it's... Uh... Why am I getting confused with that, then? MMO? I don't know. I'm getting confused. Crypt of the Necrodancer? I'm sure it was something it, it, like that. It's, it's another sort of pixely type game. Sort of isometric actually I don't think it is isometric and you, you basically jump around in time to the music killing baddies in dungeons the music on that's it pretty is good as well. the dance. why am I thinking of an MMO for some <clears> reason <throat> roguelike rhythm game mm, it's good can you it survive the deadly dungeon of dance oh I yeah, see the, the, uh, the video for it uh, the, you know the trailer sorry is actually pretty good so it looks like Gauntlet and Old Zelda um, rhythm action game. Yeah. That's kind of what it reminds me of. But, uh, hmm, okay, well, you know, why not? Um, I've been incredibly mainstream in my games this week because I haven't had a huge amount of time. But uh, I've been still playing a bit of Elder Scrolls Online. Have uh, you? How are you getting on with that? I'm actually really liking it. It's it's standard MMO fare, but it's quite it's quite slick. Um, I quite like the, the kind of skill progression. They give you quite a lot of choice in which way you want to take your build and stuff. And um, it really, what's good for me is it really rewards exploring. Every Not everything's signposted. So I think that's what okay. I was, last week. It's it's very much a question of you need to go off piste. So you could just follow the quest, you know, your main quest line. Very, okay, it is like, exactly like Skyrim or Oblivion or Morrowind was where you could follow a straight line following your main quest but you could also yeah. equally just fuck off to the left or right you know and just say right i'm gonna head off into the wilderness and you will stumble over little um quest areas so you, you might stumble over a village that's being uh held to ransom by a mad wizard you may stumble over uh, you know a, a standard kind of bandit cave and there's no reason to go in there unless you really want to. You are you just... are you a, are you are you a big fan of Morrowind? I did like Morrowind. Have, um, you, have you got it? I've got it some. I probably don't have it anymore. Uh, it's probably one of those ones I had it on. Um, 
PC on physical media, so it's probably running on Windows 95 or something ridiculous. So oh, well, um, there was there was this. I know I'm going off on a tangent again, but um, no, really, probably the first time um, there was a mod released. I've put a link in the chat box for you um, that I came across called uh, JK, JVK 1166Z. Now, what this did? Oh, was, JVK 1166Z. You should have said. Uh, yeah. Okay, I'm being facetious. Move on. <laughs> Uh, I'll read you the thing because it's it, it's it's weird because it caused this thing caused a buzz because it was a virus or it, it seemed to be because if you try to load the game with the mod active it would hang in the initial load screen for an hour and then crash to the desktop if you let it get that far your ins- your install of Morrowind along with any save file you had would become completely corrupted nobody could figure out what the mod was trying to do since it couldn't be opened in the construction set eventually warnings were distributed not to use it if you found it and then things died down about a year later in a mod board i used to frequent someone popped up with the mod again he said he was pm'd by a lurker who deleted his account immediately after sending it he also said that the person advised him to try playing the mod through dosbox for some reason this worked sort of uh, the game was laggy and if you couldn't get into the options load game the console or anything else other than the game itself. The quick save and quick load hot buttons worked, but that was it. And the quick save file seems to be just part of the game file, so you couldn't get at it anymore. Some speculate that the changed game used an older graphics renderer, making DOSBox necessary, but it didn't look any different. Um, have, you, have you not heard of this? No. Not at um, all. Basically, when you start the game... Um, you, 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 it says it once you left the starting bit in the census office and came into the game proper. The first thing you notice is that prophecy has been severed. Box pops up. This is because every single NPC having to do with the main quest is dead, with the sole exception of Ugrim Bargrin, the last of the Dwermer. Yeah. Their corpses never despawn, so you can go check on all of them. In effect, you begin in a world that is doomed to start with. And the second thing you notice is that you'll, you lose health. It's only a little bit, but it keeps happening a little bit at a time. The longer you stay in one place, the quicker it seems to occur. If you let this health loss kill you, you'll find that you'll find the cause, a figure we came to call the Assassin, because he seems to wear a retextured version of the Dark Brotherhood armour yeah. from Tirubanai. Even though the expansions don't work in JKV, it's all black, completely untextured. He's just like a hole in the space. And the way he moves gave gave me quite a start. The first time I saw him scuttling around my dead body, he crawls inhumanly on his hands and feet. His arms and legs splay out like a spider, and you usually only see him after death. It's insane. This is uh, this is an incredibly deep mod. I'm just I'm reading ahead of you slightly. Where yeah. you've got like NPCs that they, they don't do anything else. Nothing else is wrong with them at all. But uh, you know, at night, occasionally, they'll just every NPC will go outside. And then when you go up and just go up and you, you go up to talk to them, they just say, watch the sky. And then they go back to doing what they do normally. And that's it. And then there's another, there's like a new NPC um, that no one ever seen before. And his dialogue is voiced. And it's just bizarre. He sends you on a completely different quest line. I mean, this, this sounds fucking deep. This sounds amazing. I would love to play this. Hmm. There's mm. fucking loads of it. Awesome. Right, okay. I might, I might have to try and dig out my old version of Morrowind again. Or at least yeah, go and get it off GOG or something it, like that. It that is, looks... You will 
from what I've seen and other people who've played it goes, it's not to be fucked with. It's just insanity. It sounds mental. Okay, I might I might well check out JVK one one six six Z dot ESP. I will. Um, I I may well if I get any time in my life, considering I've got a new baby coming in a month. Uh, <laughs> Happy now, by golly. Yes, you do this. Yes, you did. Um, but um, yeah, it might limit my time slightly. But yeah, so Elder Scrolls Online is um, is not it's not as dark as that sounds. Um, but it's. It, I don't know. It's it's a good. It's it. You know, a lot of people said, "Oh, but it's not Skyrim, is it?" But it kind of. No, it's not Skyrim, but it is as Skyrim as I think you could get an MMO. It, you know, it still has the areas, the NPCs, the different races, the different ways. You could quite easily kind of forget you were playing an MMO apart from the combat, which is obviously pure MMO combat. Um, you still have to use things like you know, and it still does a good job of giving you things like right click to block, left click to swing, and if you hold down the left click, it, it you know it gives a power attack or stuff like this. So it, it does a good job of trying to convince you it's your your actions that are making any difference. I mean, it's not particularly; it's all percentages and you know done behind the scenes of dice rolls, but um, it's it's good enough and. It still feels quite busy because, um, like I was saying last week, that because it's all on like some kind of master server, they obviously splinter it off somehow. But yeah, you know, the, the the beginning areas, which I thought would be empty and you know kind of sparse this this far into launch, um, aren't they? Still feel populated. I mean, not massively overcrowded or anything like that, but not. You know, you, there are lots of other players around in the same quest lines, which is great because obviously, you know, if you're soloing a lot of this content, sometimes you need a little bit of a help. To get to get through parts to make things a little bit easier, and you'll often bump into people doing the same kind of quest did, lines as you. Did you? Did you? Have you well, have you got uh, Guild Wars Two? Yeah, yeah. How still... similar? Oh God. Uh, well, it's an MMO, so it's it's very similar in the sense of. Um, this is probably why I won't get it. Yeah, probably. I would imagine that's the case. I mean, I'm looking at the box now, actually thinking about um, Guild Wars. It's. Something about Guild Wars just didn't click, and it's my normal MMO thing, probably. I mean, I've put, I did a slash played, uh, and I've done something like 27 hours in, in Elder Scrolls Online, which is not pretty massive good. for an MMO, but for me, that's that's pretty good. Um, and I'm still only kind of coming up to my te- coming out of my teens, I think, um, sort of, I think level 17, 18, or something like that at the moment. You should play Payday too. <sighs> No, I didn't. I didn't really get on with it, and I also think the problem with Payday Two is that you need to invest quite. It's one of those. I I have a problem with investing time into one game in particular because I get distracted by lots of other little games. Oh God, I I never invest any time. The main. What level are you in Payday, Chris? Uh, ninety-one. There you go. I've so, put one hundred and seventy-seven <laughs> hours into it. Yeah, exactly. But and, and, but you know. but. The next game below that is Borderlands 2, where I've put 60 hours into it. Mm. And uh, one of our lovely people we play with all the time, he put 350. Jesus. But now, then, yeah, but you see, I can also see something like Destiny is just going to rip me away. You reckon? I really enjoyed that. Did you? I, re- I really did. Mm. I have no... It was a bit like crack. I mean, you can, you can tell it's a good game, because I, I, I topped it. I, I maxed out the, the beta and went back and replayed the same content. Yeah. I wiped a character to restart the same character. Wow. To try a different, which I never do. That's uh, 
That's dedication, that is. Well, you know, if I play an MMO, I tend to stick to one class, and I, I pick a class, and I stick to it, and I play it through. I don't tend to have loads of alts or anything like that unless I'm pissing about, really. Yeah. And um, I certainly don't tend to sort of crush a character and rebuild it um, unless I've got a specific... Re- I mean, in Elder Scrolls Online, again, one of the great things about it, similar to Kingdoms of Amalur as well, which I really enjoyed... Was the fact that you can just respec at any point, and it doesn't. I've look... never played that Kingdom of Amalur. Oh, Kingdom of Amalur is a great game, really, really good game. Is it though? It is. It really is. It's it's fable esque in the simplicity of it. Do you, right. you know, you've you've played Fable, I presume. Of course, I have. It was yes. a brilliant game. Yeah, exactly. And and the combat in Fable is is very simple, um, but just feels kind of right and. Um, flows very nicely and and kingdoms of amalur follows a very similar pattern but the awesome thing about kingdoms of amalur is you can just flip between builds as you want so you can go mage fighter or um you know what do you want to call it ranger i suppose whenever you want so you can use arrows you can use swords you can use you know magic and you can kind of flip between it and it's a beautifully built world. It's got shitloads of quests. It'll take you hours. Uh, the world itself is nicely realised. The plot is, yeah, but is good enough. It's written by um, famous author Salvatore, R. A. Oh, Salvatore. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I believe, I know. I believe I, someone's probably going to correct me. I believe it was written by him, or at least he helped helped on it. Did he not do Dave the Dead or something? I don't know. He, I mean, I know him from like the fantasy sort of the the fantasy books he's written. Um, and he's, he's by no means my favourite author, but he's he's written, he's quite prolific, if anything else. But Kingdoms of Amalur is, is, a, is a fantastic game. If you, if you see it, you know, you can get, pick it up for pittance these days. Um, you should definitely try it, because it's, 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 if you were to play that while sitting on your exercise bike, you could while away hours on that. It's, it's brilliant. Okay. Um, it's like a fable Skyrim in many ways, in the sense that you can kind of, Lots of side quests, lots of um, things you can pick up. I think um, you know it's just it's just a really good game, really nice, uh, not too challenging, um, nicely put together game. Um, so yeah, definitely go pick it up if you can find it. But um, yeah, so I, you know a few more hours into in, it, Elder Scrolls Online, and then um, I kind of hit a brick wall. Really, I didn't really quite know what to play. Um, and I was actually watching videos of, because you know how I am, watching videos of uh, Oculus Rift um, stuff. Yeah. And somebody was they were doing they were doing pictures of like um, the Oculus Rift in driving games. I was like, oh, that's that's very exciting. And, and is then, and is this the thing that you mentioned before we started recording came into view? Uh, possibly. Because it's only what five quid. Oh right, that yeah, kinda yeah, that that was where that came from. Um, actually, no, it wasn't. If you're talking about yeah, okay. So anyway, uh, the one I'm talking about <laughs> is um, is War Thunder, and I saw some people okay. playing um, Oculus Oculus Rift with War Thunder, and they were sort of playing it. And he was in his Spitfire, and he's flying over the the kind of Essex or Sussex countryside, you know, Battle of Britain esque stuff. I thought that looks bloody awesome. Why why haven't I? Pl-? You know, I thought I've, I had an account for it when it was on PC ages ago never yeah. really played it because you go in it just looks like world of tanks with planes but it's also on the playstation 4 and i thought right 
I can do that because my missus has been out a couple of nights this week, so I was looking after Baba. So um, while my daughter was kind of asleep, I can't really come down to the office and <clears> play on the PC. So it, was, it had to be PS4 based. I thought, right, War Thunder. So um, eight gig download or something like that. Booted up War Thunder. It is basically World of Tanks, but with planes. Although there are tanks in it. Uh, confusingly, you get to choose at the beginning whether you want to go down a tank line or, a, or an air, aircraft line. So I wanted to go down the aircraft line. Yeah. And you get um, it, it's basically a combat sim, um, Second World War combat sim. They have all sorts of different planes from that era in there. So you've got biplanes, you've got um, you've even got jet planes. So you, you've got everything from in a Battlefield planes. Four type of jet plane. Uh, no, as in a Second Sorry. World War kind no, of... No, I meant with controls and stuff like that. It's uh, it's all on pad I'm using it, but you, if you're okay. on a PC, you can use mouse flight. Um, so that's the one where you're cursed, you know, you steer basically by pointing your mouse on the screen. And yeah. It moves the, cur- it moves the um, what do you call it, reticle, and you follow the reticle. An, an easy way of doing it. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, you could do a joystick if you wanted to, and even the yeah. PS4 will accept most joysticks as well, because they're all USB kind of input. Can you use your steering wheel? Yes. <laughs> would I? No. Um, <laughs> yeah, you would, don't I? Come on. No, um, you, you can do, but it, it doesn't quite work that well. Uh, the game itself is actually bloody good. It really is. It's, it's Really? Yeah, no, it really is. I mean, at the end of the day, it's a flight sim, so it's... Well, it's not even a sim. There's there's versions of it. There's there's the arcade version, which is what most people play. Then there's a kind of realistic version, and then there's kind of like a sim version. And um, you have historical battles on there, so you can you can take part in like Pearl Harbor. You can take part in the Battle of Britain. Tasteful. Um, so that yeah, exactly. So they have lots of different um, historical scenarios. A bit like you know when you you play something like Total War or something. Yeah. Um, and they have kind of like here's a scenario of what, what actually happened, you know, in this battle. We're giving you the same units. Off you go. You fight it. See if you can do any better. Very similar thing to that. So there is a single-player side to this as well as a multiplayer side to it. Um, it's actually very nicely put together. On the PS4, it's, the UI is frankly awful because what they've, they've done is they've ported over... They've literally dumped the UI from the PC onto the PS4 which makes it really awkward to try and use with a pad. So you try and use the cursor for, on, the, on the touchpad of the PS4 controller. Right. But it's, I think my sensitivity is a bit up. So you, you, you move your cursor half a centimetre, your finger half a centimetre on the thing, and the cursor's flown off into the ether on the screen. But um, actually bloody enjoyable. Got on, um, got on with, with, a, with, with a, I think... Um, I've played with a couple of people. Clarky, we and I got on with it, and uh, we had a, had a jolly good, a jolly good show. It was jolly good. We were up there fighting the Hun. Oh uh, really? What, oh, you mean laying the waste. Yes, and bought the farm several times. As <laughs> uh, you do. <laughs> yeah, but it it was it was really good fun. It's just it's just a very good one. You can take on different roles. So you know we were playing like in in we because we were the lowest of the low. We were just in little tiny fighter plane sort of thing, biplane fighters, which was quite amusing. Um, but you 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 know in the one because we were playing the arcade battles, you'd have like our little biplanes versus kind of you'd have other people in hurricanes or MEs. Uh, you know, lots of Messerschmitts <clears throat> around. Yeah. Uh, but you can also, if you wanted to, you could go and fly a bomber, which basically means you take charge of something like a Wellington and you fly above all the battles, hoping to kind of drift by being ignored drop to get it like to the target. To, yeah, and then get to the target and then drop it like it's hot. <laughs> and, um, 
you know that that was quite amusing in its own way. I played a little bit of played a couple of the, of the, the flights as a bomber and. Were you actually flying it, or were you just waiting? No, to no, no. You it? you were you were flying you were flying the, the, the bomber, and then uh, you know so you can choose your target. You fly over it, and then you you switch to bomb view, and then you can you know drop your bombs, and then you could turn around, go back to base, reload, whatever. Um, and you've got AI gunners. If you've got gun ports, you know they they take over the kind of defensive duties for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so th- there's a lot there, and it's a free-to-play game, which is quite exceptional. I think it's you know being free, yeah. Yeah, I mean there are obviously the the way they do these things, like with World of Tanks, is you have premium currency. So you can either become a premium member, which allows you to get more XP during a game and more, and that basically means more currency as well, which means you can rank your planes up faster. This is not it kind of it's not pay to win so much as pay to progress. So I can fly tier one planes at the moment, and as I research them, I unlock tier two planes and then their mods and then tier three planes. But it doesn't necessarily follow that you want to fly. You know, I think tier talking five talking is the um, gone. Talking of free to play games, the last time I spoke to you, sort oh, of. God, here we go. You you were given unturned a go. Yeah, I haven't spoken about that because I haven't put enough time into it. How, what's, how much time have you put into it? I put about an hour into it. More than I have. What do you think? I don't know if I like it. <laughs> um, Unturned, for those again who don't know what it is, is uh, uh, Minecraft meets DayZ. Is the only way you can really describe it. It's, yeah. It's Minecraft in looks. Graphics. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's block all the blocks all at a time. <laughs> And it's daisy in the sense that there are resources, there are farms, there are military bases that are guarded, for want of a better term, by zombie zombie steves, effectively. Um, yeah, I suppose so, yeah. And you can... It's a roguelike, so, you know, you, you try and go and get your resources to stop yourself from doing the usual things. Starving. Um you know, becoming too thirsty, not getting enough food, uh, bleeding out if you're wounded, all that kind of stuff. Did you put a poncho on? No, I basically uh, went about it my usual way, which is to walk right into the middle of an encampment and then go, oh, shit, there's zombies everywhere. That's what um, I did. Yeah. Uh, I tried. I got, I got into a car. Work. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's there's lots of wonderful things in it. The fact that there are literally you can pretty much, if you see something, you can pretty much always interact with it. So there were fire engines and stuff where I went, and you can just jump in them and join. Fire engines? Yeah. Oh. So <laughs> it's it's an interesting idea. I, I need to spend some more time with it. It is an interesting idea, and being free is what reminded me of it. Yeah, yeah. And it, you know, like I say, it's free to play. It's on Steam if you want to get unturned. Um, I, I've... It might be more interesting, obviously, as every, these things tend to be with with other people. Um, yeah, I've I never, just, I'm I never, not sure I'm the kind of person who should be playing that kind of game. I don't think I've got the patience, and it's not directed enough for me. I tend to like things that are kind of more directed. I, I don't think I could get the um, multiplayer to work. Otherwise, I think there would have been quite a few of us playing it when I found it from the Teamspeak server. That's all. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I, I presume it's still. I think it's still in early access, isn't it? I would assume so. Yes. Yeah, I think it's early access, free to play, whatever you want to call it. You can buy the premium version for like four quid or something. 
Um, so if you like it that much, you can chuck them a few quid. Um, yeah, no, it's all right. But uh, yeah, so um, what was it about? Oh yeah, War Thunder. War Thunder's good. It's a, it's an awesome little flight sim, and it will just I think it'll just sit on my hard drive now, and I'll I'll play it. You know, when you remind yourself. Yeah, every now and again, I think it's one of those ones. It's quite easy for me to just pick up and pick up and play, um, and just piss about with really um it's it's one of those games that i i, I really like flight sims i love i love space combat flight sims um but world war Two ones are pretty much i used to play things like illusion 2 and microsoft flight uh, combat flight sim is, things is like it just the so. combat ones you like or yeah yeah i don't i don't see the point in something like flight or anything like that what? it's i why i was thinking why? more valiant hearts to be perfectly honest it's nothing to do with flight. It's no, not really just World a War, sim. World War II. Well, it sort of it's is. It's a historical World War Two biopic almost. <laughs> Made me fucking cry, mate. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard it, it tugs at the heartstrings a fair bit. Um, I don't know. It's the art style kind of puts me off a little bit because it's using it's using the UB art um, thing, isn't it? And I'm just getting a little tired of the UB art. Uh, wasn't too bad. I think it was. There certainly wasn't something unappealing about it. Play that way. No, no, no. It's not unappealing. It's very beautiful. I, I was just a little bit. I've played quite a few EBR games at the moment. I'm just a bit like, oof. And I just wasn't in the mood for something that was going to make me cry. So. <laughs> yeah. I, I haven't. I haven't picked that. I still haven't played Child Light yet. So. Uh, it's probably for the best, mate. Oh, I don't know. Don't know. Anyway, so um, that's all I all I got is playing really. Uh, which is disappointing, but I'm, I'm sure there'll be other games around the horizon. Um, speaking of other games around the horizon, I might as well move swiftly down to releases because it's it's getting to that. There isn't very much. Uh, we talked about this last time. Um, that there isn't very much. Uh, Diablo 3 is coming to consoles. Right. Xbox One and PS4. Right. And I promised myself I wouldn't buy this. You have, haven't you? No, I, I have been desperately scouring the internet to see if there are any decent deals. Can I um, can I give you... Uh, uh, a copy? Yes, I'd love one. PS4, please. Thank you very much. I've got a 360 copy, actually, that was yeah. given to me. No, I haven't got a 360 anymore. Oh, yeah. <laughs> everything's everything's gone. Someone someone bought it off of you. Everything's gone. I've got a PS... Yeah, I don't know who who, who, who would do such a thing. Who would buy all my rejected stuff? Oh, he's you, Clarky pretty much anybody else who appears on the show <laughs> i buy john stuff and part yeah. beastie stuff and that's the kind of the top of the tree isn't it john and beastie and then it goes down to kind of mid-tier me and then i sell it on to everyone else <laughs> but yeah so it's coming to ps4 and i'm actually quite i i'm quite liking the idea of being almost like a twin stick kind of affair where you're controlling the movement and it works okay on the 360 if that's anything to go by yeah and i'm just like you were talking about on actually, the that's not a bad idea yeah get it and get the bike and away you go there you go you've just Fight it to yourself. Yeah, but I could do that because the PlayStation 4 exactly you is in the lounge. Yeah, wouldn't want to do that. But I have got the PS3 sitting there doing nothing. Don't don't be silly. Just get yourself an exercise bike. Stick it. So in you're the say get room. myself another PS4 and stick it in the garage with the bike. <laughs> no, just take the bike into the living room. Oh, you'll be fucking joking. I'd get killed. I'd get skinned. You got to be joking. My wife is nesting at the moment. She's got a month to go before she pops. The last thing she's going to be happy with me doing is dragging some bicycle in front of the telly. Although having it on projector would be good. See, well, no, we'll, we'll talk about it. anyway. So that comes out, I think, tomorrow, and I'm just, 
I'm fucking disgusted. I went on. I had a quick look on the um, PlayStation Store. Sixty quid they want for the digital Fuck download. Fuck off. Sixty quid. PlayStation Three version. Thirty. Yeah. Thirty. Yeah, but are you going to play? Price. No, I'm not saying. I'm not saying I want it. I'm just saying, you know, that that seems like a massive fucking price discrepancy for a next gen version of the same game. Well, it's it's just shiny. Money. Well, shiny, <laughs> shiny, shiny, money, money, shiny, so, money, but shiny. I, I have, a, I have a feeling there is, there is a way of getting it from the US Sony store for thirty-five, which mm, I don't know. I might just leave because Destiny's around the corner, and I've just got other <clears> games to play. And <sighs> anyway, um, so yeah, so releases Diablo three on on the on the next gen consoles, and then exciting news for me, um, Defense Grid two. Has a release date September sometime, but I can't remember when in September, but it's in September. Oh. And I loved Defense Grid. I had Defense Grid, all the DLC for everything. I love Defense Grid. Defense you like Grid. Tower Defense games. This is the definitive Tower Defense game. Is it? Are you yeah. sure? Defense. Def, yeah, absolutely. Defense Grid is just. Is the it a best. mobile thing? No, it's a PC game. I might look for it on my phone. Then. You might. I think you can get it off. Uh, I think it might be on the Xbox um, store, you know, for the 360. I think you can get like a version on that, but really at heart, it's a PC game. Oh God, yeah, I played this on the sodding Xbox. It was okay. It's not great on this because of the control mech, but um, on on PC, it's it's just the best. It's just the best defense tower game I've ever played. So uh, Defense Grid 2 coming out can only be a wonderfully awesome thing. Um, and then uh, uh, there's pretty much nothing else coming out yet, so don't worry about it. Um, that's it. So really, um, the next couple of things I want to talk about is basically kind of Gamescom happened. Did it now? Apparently it did in Germany. Um, Who cares? And, well, that's kind of how I've come out of it feeling a little bit because I've been kind of scouring for news and stuff like this from <clears throat> what happened at Gamecom and I've come up with a very sparse list. Um, there was this whole caboodle about, speaking of Tomb Raider, the whole Tomb Raider exclusivity thing. Did you hear about this? I presume you heard about this. It was, no, I haven't, no. It's all I, over I... my Twitter feed for about an hour. <laughs> oh, right. Uh, I even got on the bandwagon and tweeted at Crystal Dynamics so I got a bit angry. Um, Did but, you know? Yeah, basically what, what happened was um, I think Phil Spencer uh, of the Xbox, of, of Microsoft, came out and basically said that the next Tomb Raider game, Rise of the Tomb Raider, I think it's Rise of the Tomb Raider, um, is going to be an Xbox One exclusive. Is it now? Which I went, I thought, I was, I was quite angry about this. I was actually really quite angry, and that's the, hence my... Hence my rebellious tweet to Crystal Dynamics telling them how unfair it was and how they've lost 10 million sales from the PlayStation fraternity. Mm. Um, and then the next day, it turned out that actually that may not possibly be the case and that actually it will be coming possibly to PC and PlayStation 4 um, because it looks like it's probably only a timed exclusive. But they keep using words <coughs> to try and fog what's actually happening. But it seems to be that it's no longer an Xbox exclusive, but it will be a timed exclusive to Xbox, which I'm fine with. Absolutely fine with. Yep, because it will come eventually. Well, I mean, some of us ask me, why am I getting so upset? But it's exclusive, there are exclusives all over the place, and you know, we should learn to live with that. And Uncharted is an exclusive on PlayStation, and Halo is an exclusive on Xbox. And I was like, yeah, but those are all IPs that started 
on one they started as exclusives and have remained as as exclusives whereas tomb raider several of us who are like invested in that character and invested in that world who it's now being taken away from us if anything if anything it should be exclusive to pc because that's where she started yeah well you'd like to think or at least playstation playstation and pc um, I don't care about PC, I'm sorry. A PlayStation, what do I say? Oh, I can so edit that. <laughs> <laughs> I have that on a loop, on a GIF now. <laughs> Proton said, I don't care about PC. Um, yeah, I know what you mean, but I just, I think I felt a bit robbed. I was like, oh, got all emotional about it. Because uh, really, I'm really looking forward to the next Team Raider game. Um, and then um, PT. What is have, that? Have, have you, okay, so have you not heard about this PT thing? Of course I haven't. Don't be silly. Oh, God. Okay, so PT is... Um, it came out and they basically just said... Someone came out on stage and basically said, look, um, there's a demo for a new game out on, on the store. It's called PT. Go and take a look at it. Oh, I, I've heard of it, but I cannot remember. Okay, so this is effectively... Um, well, what's, what's the best way of putting this? This is a horror game. Yes, uh, and it's it, the, the PT effectively stands for um, oh, I can't remember it. Pretty tense. No teaser. I can't remember what the fuck it's called now. Um, ah, someone's shouting at their iPod right now. So <laughs> teaser, something teaser anyway. But basically, this is um, a precursor. It's a teaser for the new Silent Hill game. That's it. Which is it any be, good? Which will be a collaboration between Hideo Kojima and um, Guillermo del Toro. Toro. Yeah, the bastards um, of horror, yeah. Yeah, basically. And um, I obviously won't play this because as everybody who, who's anybody knows, I fucking can't stand scary games. So you played it twice? No, so I watched someone, I watched, um, actually I watched Uncle Fister from Midlife Gamer play it last night on Twitch. And um, so... Who? I don't know. It's just some weird random person that no one's ever heard of before. No, 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 no. I, I, I know you've got a collaboration with Midlife Games. I have no collaboration. Oh, my good God. Right. It's, no, no, his name. Uncle Fister. Uncle, Fist- Uncle Fister. Yeah, Uncle Fister. Okay. Just wanted to make sure I heard you right, that's all. Yeah. And um, so uh, it was it was very amusing. He tweeted out kind of before, and I'm going to go and do this first playthrough through this. And I thought, I, I've heard an awful lot about this. I want to know what this is and uh he probably was in this game for you'd probably like it chris you'd like it a lot i do like the silent it's hill games up and twisted. fucked up yeah um, they, they you know, if you if you got ps4 i can't remember, i don't think you have have you um pc baby yeah okay maybe you can run an emulator or something i probably will you probably can yeah so uh, it's it's one corridor it's an l-shaped corridor so you have but you you come through a door. You're in you're in a corridor. About halfway down this corridor, it's only like a I don't know 15 meter long corridor. Halfway down it, there's a little alcove on the left where on the right, sorry, where there's like a, a tele uh, a telephone. Um, kind of some some pictures on the wall. Yeah. Um, and then on the, get to the corner, and there's like some windows, and uh, there's like a desk on the side with a telephone on it. And you turn right, look down the corridor, and there's a door on the right hand side, which is where the bathroom is. And you go down the corridor to the end, and then on the left, there's the door that obviously leads out of the house. And then there's another door which leads down, steps into kind of like a basement where there's another door. And when you go through that door, it loops you back to the other door coming into the corridor again. And when you start this game, it's 
everything's very nicely lit. It looks stunning. I mean, it looks yeah. really, really good. It looks the, the attention to detail is just brilliant. You walk down this corridor, you go, oh, okay, fine. You walk into the bathroom, fine, like lovely. And you get to the bottom, you go, oh, okay, what's this? So you, you go back, nothing else I can do here, righty ho. You go down the stairs, into the basement, into the door, come back, and everything's just slightly darker. And then you do the loop again, you come back, and it's again, it's quite well lit at the, the beginning of the bit. And then when you turn the corridor, it's all gone a bit, it's even more dark. And then they start playing with you, and there's sounds. The sound design is awesome. So you'll get like breathing, you'll get um, the usual bloody thing of babies crying and giggling and stuff, and you'll get uh, lights suddenly start flickering or going red. Mm. Uh, you'll go into the bathroom and there's like things have happened in the bathroom. Um, things will just flick flicker past you and stuff, and it is a masterful. It's probably you know I'm sitting I'm what bear in mind right I'm watching this on my telly in the lounge with all the lights on sitting on my sofa <laughs> behind a pillow <laughs> watching true. someone else play it on a stream if yeah. i was playing this i would have stopped after five minutes because the anticipation and it was really interesting because my wife was like well if you don't like it well how can you why are you why are you watching this and i'm like it's compulsive that's I mean, why it is quite compulsive <laughs> i don't know what the fuck's going on but also because someone else was playing it i wasn't as engaged with it so i could kind of sit there peek around my pillow and watch him play it and um, almost enjoy it, whilst at the same time thinking next when he goes around, when he comes up to this corner, I'm not going to look, I'm not going to look. Nope, he hasn't sworn yet, so it must be okay, you know. And it it, it basically is kind of like a puzzle game. Um, so there's lots of little clues dotted about that's, about what that, you have to do. That's all Silent Hill is really. Yeah, yeah, it is. But then he got a little bit fucked up, and I don't know whether it was just the way because you, Darren was obviously reading stuff off the chat where people were telling him what to do, and there were just some weird things like you know. Um, go up to the you have to go up to there's a phone there it's off the hook and you have to say things into it and but you're not quite sure where these things come from and there's another thing where you get to a certain point then walk 10 steps and you're like well why well why why do you walk 10 steps where is it there's been no clue so far in the game to walk 10 steps or anything like that so i'm not really sure how if they've made the puzzle slightly too convoluted um for its own good but as a as a as a game in its own right I could quite easily if if an indie if an indie dev had put this up and put like four fifty five quid price tag on it or you know six quid or whatever I'm I'm fairly sure it would have done all right just on yeah. just on um, on words alone so if you want to mate um, go and have a look on YouTube there's loads of playthroughs going on on Twitch there's you know still people streaming it so go and check it out because it's uh, I think you'll like it. I think you'll like it. I, I, I really enjoyed the first one. What, Silent Hill 1? And 2. I was going to say, 2's the one that everyone seems to keep raving on about. No, but one, people forget how good 1 was. I'm sure they because do. Because, you, you know, you, you, you crash a bit, and you end up wandering around in a foggy town, and then you wander, you end up going to the school, and you think, oh, I've got I this key. Because I've turned it off by now. <laughs> yeah, you end up getting this key, and you go, "Oh, I'll go under the bell tower. She must have gone this way by the signs of wherever it was left." Uh-huh. And and then you climb down this ladder, you go through the door, and then you hear some air raid sirens going off. Oh, good, good. That's, and then that's me always and my, lovely. Me and my mates, we were seventeen at the time. Uh huh. We've been smoking a bit too much. Oh, I'm thinking, what the fuck is going on here, or what the fuck is going on? 
and then you walk out the other side and it's all just gone to shit. <laughs> you're, you're walking on gratings, all the buildings are destroyed, and the sirens are going off, they're getting louder. Mm-hmm. Thinking, uh, uh. <laughs> so he carried on and played it. It was um, Apparently there were five different endings. Okay. I mean, I, I played Resident Evil 2 um, Res- on the original PlayStation. And, two, two. Was um, that the one with Hulk? I can't remember because I basically it was it was the uh, weirdly I I don't mind the Resident Evil games as, really I, I, yeah which is odd because I, like you, you know you ask I don't like well I, I didn't think so really I did, I really didn't think so although I played this uh, I must have been seventeen eighteen or something like that about the time Resident Evil came out and I remember playing it in bed on a tiny like fourteen inch TV with you know at night. And nearly crapping myself when things burst through windows. And there's one bit in the police station where is that one or two? I can't remember. Um, where uh, you're in the police station the first one. and you're in the um, you're in the, the the kind of interview room with the two way mirror. Yeah. And I fucking shat myself at that point. Um, even though you, there's things in there you know are going to happen. Um, yeah. And they, and they do happen, but I just. I, I, I really enjoyed those ones, which is bizarre because, like you say, I don't like scary games. But yeah, PT, um, lovely piece of viral marketing for them, and um, a, a surprisingly good hardcore horror game at the heart of it, by the look of it. Well, it's the people they've got involved. It's as simple as that. I think. I mean, you know, when you've got those two involved, it, it's um, you'd be hard pushed to get it that fucking wrong really wouldn't you you really would have to but there we go um and then the only other thing that we, i mean there's lots of new stuff i mean like you know the witcher 3 is still looking bloody awesome um is it? yeah it, i cannot fuck it i was so tempted to pick up the collector's edition it's about 160 quid you're gonna do it anyway no i won't I've, i'm determined i'm not going to I'm the amount the amount you swoon over the wit- witcher oh, i mate. love the witcher exactly you'll do it but, um, not, no, I, it comes with a cloth map. It's oh, got a cloth map. Jesus, you'll frame that straight away. <laughs> but no, I'm not. I'm not going to. But I do fucking love that game. Uh, but even like the Dragon Age Inquisition looks pretty good. Um, Didn't like Dragon Age. Uh, okay, but it was it was all right. Um, yeah, mm. it was all right. I'll go with that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Bloodborne I'm still yet to be so, so I couldn't find very much I was looking around at all these sort of things I've still got loads of videos to watch I've got like the Assassin's Creed Unity demo to look at the, um, you know the, there's various I haven't looked at the Nintendo um, Sizorial yet so there's a fair few bits and pieces on that I need to have a look at all right. um, but that that was kind of all I got out of Gamescom I'm sure I've missed loads but was there anything interesting at Gamescom well, that's it. That's that's pretty much all I can find. I mean, there were lots of things about consoles and Halo Five multiplayer betas being announced, and okay. um, you know, Fable Legends being announced with a beta or whatever. Evolve betas coming out. You know, there's loads of fucking beta news. Um, the Escapist sounds quite good. That that is on my wish list. I'm that is um, released in that's two kind days. Of Prison Architect the other way round. Prison Architect meets... No, 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 no. God, what did... I, I had a great thing for it. You did, it's, but you've ruined it now. It's uh, it's like the Le- Lego Prison Escape. Yeah, like Prison Break. Prison Break. Lego Prison Break. That's it. Yeah. Uh, is that on PC? Two days time. 
Okay, so there you go. Releases the Escapists <laughs> on PC. Probably. Uh, how much Don't is it, Chris? I, I've no idea. They haven't got You're a price rubbish, aren't you? It's Team rubbish. 17 as well. It is, it is it's Team 17. 17. So um, I, I expect you to know more about it. Escapist. You're rubbish. Well, it's it's the fourth on my wish list. Uh, it's There's no price yet for it. Oh, oh really? Fair, oh, oh, yeah, no, there isn't. Um, oh. I know. Sad times. Is it even on Steam? It oh, yeah, is on it Steam. Is. It there is it on is. Steam, but there is no release date for it. Oh, that's a shame. I'll oh. tell you what I did come across recently by Team 17, a game called Flockers. Oh, yeah. With the sheep. Yeah. yeah. Fuck, that reminds me of Lemmings. Yeah. Yeah, very much so. I, don't, well, I know it's not their IP, but they really should release a new Lemmings game. Seriously, I'd buy it. I wouldn't even think about it. They could do it on a kind of 3D level, or would they stick to 2D, do you think? No, no. 2D. 3D fucking ruined it. Like with worms, 3D worms fucking ruined it. Yeah, also, so. Yeah. All right. Well, I have to. I have to look into it. Why saying um, it will unlock, but it won't unlock? Cause you haven't told me how much it costs. Uh, right. Stick it on my wish list. Why not? What the fuck? That's spirit. Yeah. Well, I'm still waiting for Sun the Sea to come down in price, but there you go. Yeah, I've got that on my list as well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well. Anyway, um, so yeah, there wasn't a huge amount that came out of. Um, sort of came out of uh, of Gamescom that I thought of anyway I didn't think I didn't sort of sit there and think oh that's that's news um, so yeah moving moving swiftly on uh, I just, went to see a film <laughs> oh god okay uh, god what's that new one called brilliant <laughs> god. I went to see a film uh, what was it Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, I want to see that. I haven't seen that it's yet. It's good. I'm not going to ruin it, obviously, but um, it, I enjoyed it. The time went quicker than I thought. That's always a good sign. Um, mm. And I can't wait for the next one. Uh, Winter Soldier's just come out on DVD, and I'm, I'm trying to put myself off going and buying it. Just because... Don't like. I actually don't like Captain America. I didn't think I would, but the first one was actually surprisingly good. I really enjoyed it. Didn't think I'd like it at all. But, oh, um, right. I'm kind of waiting for them to do a, a kind of Marvel box set where it's literally just like every every everything from the mar- recent Marvel movies line up. So like all yeah. the Iron Mans, all the, the Captain Americas, all oh. in one kind of box, you know. I'll tell you what comes out next week that I'm going to go watch. Post from Pat the movie. I, I'm tempted to watch that after you go no, on about it. It's fucking honest. scary. <laughs> you go um, read the Amazon reviews, man. How many kids have cried themselves traumatically to sleep after watching that? I I can you imagine? My daughter would laugh at it, though. <laughs> um, it's uh, Sin City 2. Uh, I didn't like Sin City. Did you not? I thought artistically awesome, but what the fuck? It's, it's not meant to be taken seriously. Really? It takes itself <clears throat> too bloody seriously, I'll tell you that. God almighty. It's, it's a noir. It's, it's noir. It's a I, was, I wasn't particularly impressed with it. Um, I watched a film. Go on. Hot Fuzz. That's all right. It's not I fucking too love that film. I, I don't know why. It was on ITV too, and it's was it's it? it's another one of those films that you know when you kind of your your channel hopping. Yeah. You hit not it. Not really, but just, yeah. That's it. I get stuck. That's it. I just like ah. How can you channel hop with Netflix? Well, you can't. But it's one of those rare occasions we actually had the telly on. I'm not actually sure why. Um, I think we were channel hopping before we were going to turn Netflix on. And oh, um, 
we're, we're sort of channel hopping. Again, it's one of those ones where you just flick, flick, flick. Oh, oh well, I'll just watch this bit because it's. Oh, okay. Then you realise you're there for the duration, and um, I just love that film. It's the best out of it. I haven't seen the last in the Cornetto trilogy, but it's um, just the best film ever. I think it's wonderful. But yeah, that's it really. I was going to go on about how Stars it is and had raised 51 million selling fake ships, but really that they haven't even built yet. I just. I mean, they're doing of, something kind of right. makes me a bit sick really well i'm a bit annoyed because i i back star citizen right back in the beginning as, as a kickstarter and um what have you got out of it eh? no i just i just it was, i think it was the, the base level where you got the game i think up 20 25 quid or something like that and um well i've had quite a lot out of it i've got the um well i haven't got quite a lot of that yet but uh i've played kind of the multiplayer beta for it and uh that's that's out and that's, you know, it's incredibly pretty, but I am more tempted by Elite Dangerous now <laughs> than I am by Star Citizen. Yeah. Um, no, Not for any reason, otherwise I've seen the videos of Elite and it just looks so pretty. But then I wonder whether my computer could cope with it anyway, so it's it's one of those. Um, but yeah, they've raised 51 million quid. Uh, dollars, sorry, not quid. Um, you know, they're, they're putting out, they've got basically with, with Star Citizen, they have a catalogue a catalogue of ships and you can spend anything from you know I think a tenner up to 350 quid on a ship that doesn't exist yet How the fuck in a game that doesn't exist yet how can they justify and I kind of have an issue with that how can they justify 350 quid well no look I can I can I'm, I'm going to be the last person to say that you shouldn't be allowed to spend however much you want on something that makes of you of course happy, right I have an issue with spending however much you want on something you think might make you happy in a game that doesn't exist yet. Why are you selling product for a game that doesn't exist? It doesn't make it's like me buying tires for a car that hasn't been built yet. Uh, you know, I don't get this. The game isn't out. You don't know whether it's going to be any good. You don't know if it's going to be stable. Hell, we don't even know if it's going to launch. Because at the moment they've got no what do you mean yeah. they've got fifty-one million quid? It's gonna yeah, but they've got launch. no. You, know, you look at look at things like you know there are, there are many many games that have been backed on Kickstarter that haven't been released. Many products that have got backing that have taken funds off people that haven't got built. You know that it happens, and there's no nothing in the Kickstarter phrasing to say you get a refund or anything. There's no Jesus. comeback. You know, well, it's literally they, they just call it end of the day then if they well, want. It's basically yeah, exactly. They could turn around and say fifty-one. Yeah, that'll do. Um, yeah, we're not going to build it anymore. See you later. And you know, probably legally there would be something at that kind of level of money. There might there might be some kickback against them. But let's face it, they, you know, they they've just donated, bought themselves an island. Effectively donated to a charity. As it, you know, I mean, <laughs> and I I just have a problem with you know if, if you want to buy something you want to you know I I spent quite a lot of money on the Broken Sword Kickstarter. Um, yeah, you did. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Uh, but I'm so chuffed with that. I got my T-shirt and my comic and my limited edition everything through the other day. I was like so happy, so happy. Um, but that's because a I have faith in the developer because it's Charles Cecil and he's done this before and that's a series that I love so deeply. And yeah. um, you were getting physical product out of it, and you know, whatever that that's that's fine. But then you've got people who are spending, you know, people who who bought early access into the game, like me, who may have only spent 25 quid or whatever it was, like me, 
who've then gone on to the, you know, keep popping back to the website to check on the progress of the game and gone, oh, they've got a, a, a hauler class there. I'll, I'll spend $70 on that. Right, yeah. Oh, and there's a light attack fighter there. I'll spend 27 quid on that. Oh, look, they've know. got a Galaxy-class cruiser there for £5,000. I'll buy what? that. You know, and That's what I have an issue with. You're selling content, almost DLC content, for something that we haven't seen really working yet. Now, we've got... that. There are. You know, there was a hangar demo for a while, which basically allowed you to walk around your ship, walk into your ship, and get out of your ship again. That was basically it. Yeah. And we've just had the first kind of um, real flight beta if you like oh and so they're actually, you're actually yeah there is we, we have had the you know we've had the, uh, the the clients updated to give you the multiplayer beta um and it's very pretty and it's serviceable flight there's a few little bugs and tweaks that need to be worked on but it's yeah. perfectly serviceable um so you know there's i you know i'm sure they'll bring this game out believe me i i, I really think they'll bring this game out I just I, I, I have a I have a small ethical dilemma around the fact that they're selling content because it hasn't been made yet. That's all. And I'm sure someone will come back with something. Oh yeah, but you'll buy this for that, and I'll go yeah, probably will. But I am nothing if not a hypocrite. So whatever. Hmm. <laughs> um, and the only other thing I wanted to point out was that King's Quest. There might be a new King's Quest game. As um, in the old school King's Quest. Yes, yeah, in the old school because Sierra. Um, Activision have brought back Sierra. Have they haven't? Yep, and they've, they've basically set it up as kind of like an, uh, an indie publishing label. What's so you, you're getting Geometry Wars 3, um, for those people who mm. like that kind of twin stick shooter, which isn't me. And then also um, a new King's Quest, which... Better be true to the old style. It's a bit of a... You know, I didn't think they'd bring that back at all. But um, that's pretty exciting if you're into kind of point-and-clicky stuff. Mm. So, yeah, happy days. Um, and that's basically it. Really, I think for tonight's show. Unless Wonderful. You, anything else you want to bring to the table? Listen to Night Shift. What's that then? My podcast. Which is about what then? Indie games, isn't it? In it. Go on. This is your sense. This is your chance to plug. It, 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 if they if they haven't heard to, of it by now, our, most know. of our ten or twelve listeners will probably have already downloaded it. But, I've, uh, se- I've seen your listening figures. They're bigger than ours. Are they? Yes. <laughs> Good. Uh, well, you know, so yeah, wrong. no, um, we have bi-weekly. Hang on a second. How have you seen our listener figures when I haven't seen our listener figures? Because I have access to the back end of Spreaker. Oh, we need to talk. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, I can see the statistics for all the shows and all the downloads and from where and when and all sorts. Oh, you just power-hungry, manipulative. Not, not really. I was, I was I was trying to figure out what was uh, happening to our listener figure figures. They're going up, obviously. They will after your appearance on this show. Believe you me, you watch they'll rock it. For those if listening, they, if... the Night Shift is a is a quality show about um, many revolving around the indie scene, um, but far 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 more professional than this podcast has ever attempted to um, be. I would probably listen to episode fifty five because that is my favourite one. That's no interview. 50. There you go. Yeah. 55. And 55 and I believe 65 is an interview with Byron and oh, yeah. we're talking about so the games he's bringing out and then we ended up talking about a, uh, a three-phase toilet. Okay. Rob, Rob was tasked with designing a toilet that would tackle anything for Brighton Pier because they were fed up with it constantly getting blocked. This has to do with the fact that it just burnt down. Oh, that wasn't Brighton, was it? Never mind. But... um. Yeah, 
we were talking about that for ages, and we and the uh, Byron was basically in hysterics on the floor laughing. This is, this is about gaming, not plumbing. No, this was plumbing. Okay. But yeah. <laughs> so if you're a plumber and you're into gaming, the night shift is, is your bag. That's where it, you need to go. It, it, it's literally because, you know, mm-hmm. me and Rob do roughly the same thing, sort of. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay, so, yeah. so go listen to the night shift. There's um, some other show with someone called Steve in it and his sidekick, Kevin. Um, so go listen to them as well. Um, come join us on the forum because it's always fun and we're a good bunch yeah. of people. And um, there's a shitload of gaming going on. Uh, TeamSpeak is your friend. You can find details about how to get onto our TeamSpeak server uh, on the forum. Um, TeamSpeak all the way. Yeah, there's there's always a good crowd. There's loads of people on the TeamSpeak server actually come and think of it. Um, but, but do hit up us on there. The uh, best way to talk to us outside of the show is um, via Twitter. Um, the show's Twitter account is at MGPBits. Um, I'm at Vimesy74. And I'm at Fen underscore man. And I'm not giving anybody else's Twitter account because if they can't be bloody asked to Fuck turn up to the show, then they ain't or getting bloody any publicity. So, nah. Um, so that's about it. Uh, come back next week for episode 110 where somebody else might be on the show. Um, maybe, maybe not. Okay. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.